Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, as well as the guide to healing chronic pain. If you are new to my channel, I would love for you to hit the subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining my light medicine community, you can actually go to karencan.com forward slash community. Also, this is the first Monday of the month, which means we are airing a recorded episode of LifeWave Q&A with myself and the amazing Dr. Dennis Loebstein. So if you are listening to this recording, please note that there are actual notes on the patchtrainingteam.com website, and you can follow along. Every month, we answer questions from all over the world, people who may or may not be on our LifeWave teams as brand partners or customers, uh, but who have questions related to how best to use the patches to help them optimize their own self-healing process. So if you are listening to this, please note that this was originally recorded on a Zoom webinar. And now we've converted it to an audio to be part of the Light Warrior Radio podcast. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at support at karencan.com. Without further ado, here is the airing of the latest LifeWave Ask the Doctors Q&A with myself, Christine Baker, and Dr. Dennis Lobstein. Enjoy. Happy January, everyone. Uh, we're going to have a nice Q&A today, and Christine is on vacation, so Leslie is going to help us out today with some of the questions. Hey, um, Leslie. Yeah, so Hello. Leslie, Dr. Dennis, Dr. Dennis, Leslie. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here. Um, I actually haven't seen your face, Dr. Dennis, because I've only listened on the radio show, so kind of cool other than your little picture so it's nice to see you live and I was just right before the call I was remembering the very first um radio show that I listened to which totally blew my mind because Dr. Dennis you talked about our teeth being the diodes that regulate the electrical current to our brain and that just blew my mind so I'm excited to be here supporting (laughs) you guys today and I love how generous you both are for supporting all of the LifeWave customers and brand partners and people who are interested in answering their questions. Um, you guys are just super awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank and you, guess what? You. Teeth are still diodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? She remembered that I did not. So <laughs> that's great. Thank you for the reminder, Leslie. Actually, I was thinking about teeth today, Dr. Dennis, because, um, uh, James mentioned it. Um, he had this desire to regrow his teeth. He has a lot of teeth that are not happy, healthy. Mm. And um, he had cracked one. And he said, oh, my gosh, the crack is in a different spot. And I'm like, Boy. I cracked mine, too. So I run into the bathroom. And last night, I was looking at my teeth. Actually, you're going to laugh, guys. I was actually admiring my teeth. Anyway, so <laughs> I was like, the the mirror and um and I'm like I have a crack from my uh I was running on a, in the gym in a circle and they had the netting from I don't know volleyball or something it had it was on the ground unfortunately and I slipped and fell and smacked my teeth right into the ground yeah I was and cracked my tooth 
I did cry a lot. <laughs> and uh, obviously, it was not a big fan of Jim. Um, but yeah, that crack has always been in the center of this tooth. Right. But after James said it, I went into the mirror and really looked closely. It is all it's migrated down to the bottom. Like no. four fifth, like it's almost done. And I'm like, okay. So I know theoretically teeth can grow back, but I do think, and maybe it's wishful thinking, but I do think that since I started the X39, X49, all the integumentary yeah. parts of me, including my hair, like, you know, uh, eyebrow hair is coming back. Um, you know, little baby hairs that were always on the edge here that never, ever, ever grew are growing. Right. So they went from like, yay big to like, they're about that long now. My nails, well, they always grew well, but this is crazy fast. Um, and, and I was like, perhaps we're not making a claim people, but perhaps what James and I are experiencing is related. Well, what if you put an X39 here and an X or, or <laughs> X, X49 here and an X39 here? That'll be interesting. <laughs> See what happens. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very interesting. Okay. So, uh, well, I guess we're not going to have as many people as normal. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Maybe the email didn't go out. I'm not really sure. Um, Crikey, somebody had a crack tooth. Yeah, I, yeah. What's it about teeth today, huh? That's so interesting. Uh, well, Leslie, when, do you when have you start recording, I want to make a comment about silver fillings because somebody said. Oh, we are recording. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, we've been recording since the beginning. Uh, let me just go and see. Ooh, my my vision was that I would have. I'm going to see if it happened. <laughs> Is that on my calendar that I have the actual link? Okay, to the spreadsheet. Yes, we do. Okay. Do not have the link to, okay, hang on, hang on. Let me see, ask the doctors, ask the doctors. What are you looking for, Dr. Karen? Uh, the thing I write on to write notes. Okay. Okay. Yes, it was in the future maybe. Um, ask the doctors, pre-record promo doc, okay. Sorry, guys. I just like literally whisked in here from like lunch, bathroom, and anyway. Okay, so here we are, January 29th. Okay. Uh, that is the email. That is not it. That's not it. Okay. Hmm. Ask the doctors. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, radio show notes. Here we go. Radio show notes. Radio show notes. Yeah, so for those of you, if you are new and listening, Dr. Karen takes incredible notes. I don't know how she does it while we're while we're live. And then the notes are posted on the patchtrainingteam.com website. That's awesome. Okay. I found them. Good Yay. resource. I found them. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So Dr. Dennis, would you like to uh, share any stories today? Things you want to, you know, talk about, discuss before we launch into questions? Yeah. I'll, as long as we were talking about teeth, I, I have this story about how one of my master's students way back when in another lifetime was um, doing her master's thesis on informed consent and found that uh, dentists of all the other professions in medicine mm -hmm. 
don't give their patients informed consent or didn't back in the 80s. Hmm. And um, that's because uh, they weren't very well trained in metallurgy or toxicology. And uh, there was a surge back then of using or promoting the use of mercury in dental amalgam. And amalgam means there's just a mixture of metals in the teeth. It's There's no chemical bond that keeps them in the tooth. And uh, you're probably aware of this already by now. There's been lots of information coming out since the 80s. But, um, or maybe it was the 90s. Anyway, early 90s, I guess. <laughs> well, so I, I found this dentist named Bill Wolf, and I think he's still kicking in Santa Fe. He's probably in his 90s now in New Mexico. And uh, he was one of the pioneers along with um, the guy that wrote It's All in Your Head. I'm spacing his name right now, but that's a good book I recommend to people to learn about dental amalgam. Mm, and, okay. and how I know Hal Huggins. He had Huggins, yeah, that's the name. Yeah, Huggins, yeah, right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it was how how Huggins had that information way back then, and so um, I was looking into that, and um, I I started. Uh, teaching about the health risks of mercury from dental amalgam. Yeah. And um, long story short, I got in trouble with the university because I was supposed to be teaching health and I thought I was. And, <laughs> okay. and they were saying I was acting beyond my purview by talking about dental amalgam. Wow. And uh, wow. the it, it turns out one of the pro-mercury dentists in town's brother was the chairman of the Board of Regents for the university. <sighs> so anyway, I, I had tenure and they couldn't get rid of me. So uh, I was educating a lot of people about it. And um, anyway, when you say silver fillings, I noticed in the comments here, somebody was saying something about I have so yeah, many silver like fillings. Yeah, they like to say that. Yeah, yeah, Sandy said that. Yeah, they're not really silver. They're mercury. And mercury flies out of the amalgam, and um, it combines with methyl um, components from bacteria in the mouth, creating methylmercury, and that's 10 times more toxic than just mercury. And methylmercury has the ability to go through the palate of the or the roof of the mouth into the brain and in the brain the mercury causes uh degeneration of the neurons if you if you look at a microscopic sample of neurons or uh, neurons under the microscope uh say my fingers represent all the axons and the dendrites coming out of the neuron if you put a drop of mercury on the slide while you're looking at another under the microscope, all the dendrites shrivel up. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Okay, so the the uh, neuron becomes dysfunctional, pycnotic, or dead, doesn't work anymore. And so the long story short, the mercury causes uh, anxiety and interferes with memory consolidation in the hippocampal formation of the brain. And uh, because of 
the pituitary is hanging right over the roof of the mouth in that area. It, it, it affects the endocrine system because that's where all the endocrine hormones are secreted into the blood from. So it causes a whole mess of problems for, for people's health. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, it's not really silver, it's mercury, and it's good to stay away from it. And luckily we have uh, some help, right? With with our phototherapy um, that can yeah. help detoxify or help support the body's organs to detoxify mercury and other toxins with more ease um, yes. safely. And um, yeah, I, I, I did use some uh, very intense detox for some of my patients, which was very brief because they got some major side effects from using a DMSO, DMPS, um, um, MMS, you know, different things. And um, I just found that when I was using phototherapy patches, it was much gentler. And um, the nice thing is that many, many of the LifeWave studies show the organ, the physiology of the organs actually improve with patching. Yeah. can't say that for a lot of detoxification programs where they're for, like DMPS, for example, where you're injecting something or you take a pill and you're forcing the mercury out of the body, right? To try to capture it, to get it out of the body. Well, you're not improving the physiological status of the kidneys or the liver or the adrenals or, you know, any part. Whereas in the patches, we found most of our patches, if not all, have been studied in various different ways. Um and found to actually improve the function of the organs. And that's really, really important. So we kind of have a two for one, right? We have help with yeah. detoxification, especially with glutathione X39, right. um, which helps to cage the, the toxins, take them out. But we also have that beautiful benefit of physiologically supporting the organs, including the organs of detoxification, so that we can do it safely. I think that's why I was noticing much more gentler detox than the stuff that I was trying to use very briefly because <laughs> I got people were having enough side effects. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not an expert. I better stop doing it. You know, um, the patches were a much better solution. At least that's my personal. Yeah. Gluta- glutathione as as you all know, can chelate mercury and other heavy metals and pull them out of the body. And then <clears throat> the, um, the patches, especially energy enhancer will increase intracellular hydration. So you get more water inside the cells and we know that if you increase 1% increase in intracellular hydration, we'll have a 10% increase in metabolic efficiency. So, yeah, it makes the cells more efficient and function better. Yeah, okay. Oh, and also what I got up to get was this Dentatox Pro stuff. What is it? Dentitox. Dentitox Pro. Mm, and who's that from? Um, not sure who makes it. I found it. I can share the link. Okay. Unless you have an affiliate link, Dr. No, Dennis. No, no affiliate. I, I just use it uh, daily at night after I brush my teeth. And I, I rinse with uh, hypochlorous acid, and which comes from a Kangen machine. And and then uh, with uh, 9.5 to get the acid off the enamel. And then I um, 
put a dropper full of the Dentatox on and swish it around. And uh, I've done that for years and no dental problems at all. Yeah, the other thing as far as dental caries, which is the fancy medical term for cavities, is two things I wanted to share with you. Um, one, not with Dr. Dennis, but with everybody else. <laughs> one is that um, if you force uh, detox in your body and your organs suffer from you forcing metals out or forcing things out, um, the organs take a hit. One of the organs is the kidneys. And I had a, um, a patient who I was giving MMS or hypochlorous acid to, uh, to help him detoxify. And I had muscle tested. He should do it X number of doses for six weeks. He didn't come back in six weeks. So he was supposed to cancel his appointment. He came back a number of weeks after probably another month or so afterwards. He said, Oh my gosh, whatever we're doing, it's, it's not working. I said, well, what do you mean? He says, I have so many cavities suddenly mm. i said really i thought that's interesting he had cavities before off and on you know but it was kind of stabilized so i retested him and i said you stop you know you stop your mms right and he goes no i said we only muscle tested you for six weeks and you were supposed to come back he's like oh i just thought i was supposed to i just figured i canceled my appointment but i just keep going and i'm like um, <laughs> Obviously, I did not communicate very well in that instance. Uh, and sure enough, I uh, tested that the MMS actually literally demineralized his teeth and he got cavities. Why? Because the body needs minerals when it's going through massive detox, right? If you don't have enough minerals, and most people do, will not have enough minerals in their diet if they're doing massive detox, you will need right. to add extra minerals. So the body was taking minerals from his bones and his teeth in order to metabolically accomplish getting the toxins out. Same thing well, happens when you get pregnant. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Leslie, yeah, Leslie noticed some teeth changes. You need more micromineral nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important guys, you know, just real be careful. Now the denti detox, of course we're not um, necessarily, um, you know, advertising that cause I don't know too much no. about it. Um, is that something that you need to take more minerals for or? Uh, no. Okay. No. It's got stuff like clove oil in it and. Okay. Let's see what I, what else I can read here. Oh, the writing's too small on the label. <laughs> anyway, okay. check it out. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I'll just have to put here in the notes, we're not endorsing this necessarily, but if it resonates with you, you can do your own research. Yeah, just sharing experience. See if... And from your experience, is it safe for children to use? I uh, don't know about children. Hmm. I just just um, have experience with adults with that. Okay. I imagine it would be. Yeah, and, and just because, just going back to herbs, right? Like herb supplements, clove, you know, is an, is an herb. Yeah. I mean, it's a culinary thing. It's probably safe. Um, but certain things like, you know, parasite cleanses, right? Like wormwood and, you know, podarco, but they can be really harsh guys, yeah. right? So just work with somebody who's an expert. I'm not one of those. <laughs> who's an expert at herbal 
therapies and using them. A lot of times the ancient herbal therapies are used in a Western way. And that's when we have problems because they're, they're, they're basically like almost used like a pharmaceutical. And there are plenty of really good quality, you know, supplement companies who are using herbs like a pharmaceutical. But an actual herbalist, I think, you know, who's really well trained in herbalism, um, it's like use as close to nature as possible, like different ways of doing different tinctures, different mixtures. So just just be really mindful of that. Just just filter everything through your inner, you know, wisdom, your consciousness to see whether it's for the highest range. Just because it's an herb does not mean it's safe. That's the other thing. Now, phototherapy, I'm biased, I suppose, but phototherapy, I have found safer because if you have any sort of overload detox or whatever, you know, that can happen with glutathione, you know, especially if someone's really, really toxic, put glutathione on for 12 hours and they're really sleepy and tired, right? They're like, oh, I've got a headache, you sleepy and tired. Did you drink water? Well, maybe not, right? So you could just take the patch off and then the signal's gone, right? And now you're going back to your baseline of slow detoxification, which is fine. If your body can't do the fast, you can go back slow. But guess what? I take an herb, I take a detox pill, I take an MMS, I take, I take, you know, uh, DMPS, DMSO, it's in there. I can't take it out, guys, right? There's no way to reverse that. So phototherapy, I found much safer because don't feel good, just take it off, you know, and then the signal's gone. So I think I was proselytizing there. Well, and and you you went over some of the symptoms of detox reaction with glutathione patch too, which was like being sleepy or lethargic. So yeah, headache. If, if you can't tolerate, yeah, slight slight headache and dry mouth. Yeah, usually it's self limited. It's not a big deal. You might feel a little sleepy. I mean, I I when I did uh, glutathione, this was many many years ago. They called it the skincare patch way back then. Now we have aloe vita. It's different. So um, it was three days a week. That was it. Three days a week. I was sleepy for three weeks, guys. You know, and I'd already been on energy enhancers for like what years or something. I was sleepy for three weeks, but I knew what it was. I just knew toxins were coming out. I was really relaxed, sleepy, you know, Um, I wouldn't say tired, but just kind of like super relaxed. And um, I just knew, okay, I'm not going to do like really, really intense exercise, right? Because I'm not feeling up to it yet. Just let my body detoxify. And then after three weeks, it kind of went away. And uh, and the LifeWave studies originally showed that if you use glutathione five days a week versus seven days a week, there was, there was a improvement on seven days a week over the five days a week however with x39 because that also increases glutathione levels david says uh you probably don't have to do the seven days a week glutathione anymore because you get you're covered you know with x39 i still do glutathione periodically two three times a, a week but not as not seven days a week anymore like i used to since and then we thought that glutathione was making us tired and then we started detoxing with eon when that came out and and that made us uh, lethargic because of the de- powerful detox reaction from the eon. I didn't get that, so I didn't know. <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah. I think you you were the one that described it to me. I was like, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't I didn't notice. Yeah, it, I didn't like, notice kick, it. Kick butt tired for like two weeks. So wow. I started recommending people wear the eon at night. Interesting. Since it was making people lethargic anyway and tired. And carnosine sometimes will do that. Carnosine patches also have that kind of relaxation mode for some people it's really great recovery from exercise wound healing you know, surgeries 
uh, things like that. But a lot of people will use it at night because theoretically you're repairing at night in deep sleep. So why not have the signal there while you're repairing, you know? So, and then, a, then after the detox reaction for a, a few days to a, a couple weeks, then both glutathione and eon increase your alertness and uh, your mental acuity. Can you define mental acuity for those that don't have medical sharpness speech? of thinking, clarity yes, of thought? <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Shall we move on? Sure. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So uh, what happens, Leslie, normally is that uh, I put uh, the first name, last initial down of whosoever question it is. And if there's several people that have similar questions that you end up grouping together, not that you have to, but if you do, then you can just let me know all their first names <laughs> and then I'll put it down and then I'll put the question down or the summary of the question down. And then I'll, I'll um, and then, you know, Dr. Dennis and I will yeah. answer and we'll put that in the notes at patchtraining.com. And by the way, by the end of February, we should have a brand new website. It's gonna be really pretty and clear and nice and not as crowded and, and perhaps, Dr. Dennis, we may even put the video recording wow. <laughs> of these on there in a gated way so that uh, those that we do not want seeing them, <laughs> mm -hmm. cool. uh, we, we don't want to put them on YouTube for obvious reasons. So right. um, perhaps we'll be able to, to, to actually show the video replay. So if you're watching the audio replay and you don't know what we're talking about, there are notes that you can you know, look um, and, and see what we're talking about as well. But in the future, we may have the video version of this recording as well. So fingers crossed, nice. this is a process. Cool. Okay. What do we All got? right. Let's, let's jump in. So I think the universe was kind to me and not a thousand people suggest or had questions. So we're, we're going to be good here. So Joanne W. She asks for her spouse about support for um, the left heart ventricle where the there is some blockage in the artery okay okay got it all right so uh well said because <laughs> we cannot uh you know claim to cure treat prevent any disease medical condition including heart attacks or arteriosclerosis or any of those fancy words medical words what we're looking at you know what are the underlying patterns what are the symptoms what are our health goals so before I have Dr. Dennis answer from his point of view, so here we're looking at supporting the heart, right? The cardiovascular system. So we're looking for energies to support the heart. And also when there's blockage of an artery, there's often inflammation, right? Very, very common. And I think almost everybody agrees that there's inflammation. So that is something to address inflammation. The intimal lining, which is the lining inside the artery can get damaged from inflammation, um, and all sorts of other things we shall not mention right now. Um, and uh, that can actually cause that inflammation to the body will try to repair it. And one of the ways it tries to repair it is to bring cholesterol there, almost like a right. bandage to try to smooth that area out because it's literally like a wound, you know? And so the cholesterol kind of, kind of gets a bad rap because they'll see the cholesterol blocking the artery. But if you didn't have inflammation there, there would be no reason for the cholesterol to be there. Uh, I'm simplifying this guys, but there's no reason for the cholesterol to be there and therefore blocking the artery. So that's where we're at. Uh, Dr. Well, Dennis, for, you're- For the inflammation to be there, there was probably damage first. And that damage was caused by toxins usually. 
that that are circulating and and or um physical damage too like from uh, graphene oxides which have sharp edges and stuff like that so um <clears throat> uh, so we our objective is to talk about how to clear the blockage so that atherosclerotic gruel and inflammation that dr karen just described is uh, in chinese medicine is an accumulation of damp first like damp heat with the inflammation and then the damp transforms into phlegm so we want to clear damp heat and also disperse phlegm so the way to clear damp heat is you clear damp or drain damp with spleen nine and um, heat with um, for the whole body with stomach 44. So spleen nine, stomach 44 combination is a good way to clear damp heat. And then um, for dispersing phlegm, we use stomach 40. Okay. So... Um, and how would you use these you in want... combination? Uh, yeah, so... Stomach 40 and stomach 44... Those are both in earth stomach points. And um and, and spleen nine is also earth. So the stomach points are <clears throat> are the yang phase of earth, and the spleen is yin. So you could actually use a yin-yang pair, like uh stomach 40 on the right and spleen nine on the left with a positive patch on the right and negative patch on the left. So either energy enhancer or ice wave or Eon on the right and SP6 patch on the left or even um, <clears throat> X49 on right stomach 40 with X39 on left uh, spleen nine. And then, yeah. well, what about stomach 44 for the heat? Well, okay. So you use a negative patch on left stomach 44, like a tan patch, tan ice wave patch on left stomach 44 to help clear the heat. Okay. So basically in this particular scenario, there's two patches on the left leg. One is stomach 44, one is spleen nine. Yep. And then there's one patch on the right leg, which is on stomach 40. Yeah. Correct. Okay. That's great. And by the way, guys, um, new as of like a couple of months ago, uh, at the uh, near the top of the show notes, the radio show notes, um, there's a definition of what a yin-yang patch pairing is. Mm, so I'm not cool. going to retype that nine times <laughs> during the notes. It'll just say, see above for definitions. So if I say yin patch, you'll know what that means. You know, so that's a tan patch, that's an SP6 patch, right? Or relative yin patch. Uh, anyway, so we won't go through all of that Put a little finger icon in there. See above. Yeah, that's right. See above. That's right. <laughs> yeah, tan patch is yin, white patch is yang, right? SP6 patch on the left is yin, yin patch on the right would be yang. Those are examples of yin-yang pairs. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dr. Karen, for making that so simple for all of us. Um, so Joan asks, no initial for her last name, 
Um, will the phototherapy assist with cartilage issues uh, for her specifically in the knee? Mm -hmm. All right. So other than a just yes, <laughs> what do you have for us? Cartilage, cartilage, yes. All right. Well, classically, we've used glutathione and carnosine for cartilage, but now that we have X39 and X49, we could also use those to yeah, so rebuild the tissue. Go ahead. Right. So X39, X49 uh, can help the body rebuild itself, um, and uh, carnosine is also considered repair. Uh, David talked about how um, there was a, a medical doctor, an orthopedist, not in this country, <laughs> so they could say it, um, who used a combination of glutathione and eon. It showed actual cartilage regrowth in the knee specifically. But we cannot make that claim here. It was not a, you know, it was a testimonial anecdotal report from this doctor's, you know, uh, patients, right, that he noticed that. He told uh gave the evidence to, to, to David, but that's not something that we would actually show uh, anywhere in North America because we want to stay in the wellness industry, not in the medical industry. So just FYI. Um, so but it wouldn't hurt to try it and see how it works for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I love the triangle, Dr. Dennis. Yeah. I love so your I. triangle. Yeah. So, so, you know, in someone who has a knee issue, who knows their cartilage with the intention, right? The intention, positive intention of saying to the body, hey, uh, would love to rebuild this knee. Um, I, I have used, uh, from some of your inspiration, um, I've used patches on the eyes of the knee, above the knee and behind the knee. Yeah. I've made like this, like almost like a pyramid or upside down pyramid. Nice shape so knees. if we were going to do that or if joan was going to experiment with that uh, wh which patches would you put where and we're well, not even I, talking ice wave right we're not, i mean that's for pain relief but i'm talking rebuilding yeah uh so i'd um you could actually use uh four patches around each knee like x39 eon glutathione and carnosine and if you wanted to cut down on the number of patches leave the glutathione patch out because the x39 is also doing um glutathione so let's say we've got uh x39 behind the knee on bladder 40 and um then i'd put carnosine on on the inside side of the knee like stomach nine and then um put the eon either on hooding which is uh uh right right above the patella like mid right on the the midline of the femur on top of the patella just above the anterior patella border uh, or um towards the right, like up on um, uh, a stomach point, like um, stomach 34, just above the knee. Just above the knee, okay. Mm -hmm. And also, if you want to get real fancy, you can add another patch to that to create a Tesla antenna. So since you have 
the eon on Hadang just above the knee. You could also put an eon somewhere around the heart, like on the midline on uh, CV-17, and get the energy of the heart with your intention <clears throat> to go through the eon from eon to eon patch. Let the eon frequency carry the information from the heart to the knee with the intention of the heart's energy healing the knee. Yeah, wasn't that's really great you mentioned that, Dr. Dennis, because uh, I was going to ask you this and forgot, is uh, the question was, if I do a Tesla protocol where I'm using the electromagnetic and other subtle energetics from the heart and the intention, and then I put the exact same patch somewhere else to say, hey, here's where I want you to heal, you know, yeah. telling the body, here's where I want you to heal with, right. with these two same patches. And I know you don't have to use a yon, you can use two glutathione, two X39, whatever. Yeah. Uh, my question was, can we use the other patches at the same time? And you just answered that. The answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. Cool. As and long then as what you have the same patch that's on the heart somewhere on the area that you're trying to heal. Yes. So you could use X39. Near the heart, or um, the carnosine near the heart, and you would have accomplished the same thing. Okay, cool. And do you um, do you th well? You didn't mention where to put the glutathione, so. Oh, that's because I was using the X thirty nine as a glutathione emitter. Okay. Okay. So if you you did say four patches initially, um, I'll put glutathione in brackets here. Yeah. So if you were going to use, if Jones like uh, was really, really fancy and she wanted to use all four, where would you put the glutathione if the Eon was on Heyding, hey which is the top of the kneecap, like above the kneecap? Yeah, then um, you could either put the glutathione on the, um, well, we are already have X39 on the back, so I don't know. You could put it on um, the um, space that's on the lateral part of the tendon below the kneecap. Actually, it's a ligament. The ligament between the, the posterior patellar border and the anterior tibial tubercle. In other words, between the bottom of the kneecap and the top of the uh, lower leg bone. There's a space there. Okay. Now it's not quite uh, symmetrical, but uh, no. um, let's see. Knee anatomy. But keeping let's the see. glutathione on the on the um, on the right side and on a, a yang channel was the idea. Okay. So this is the uh, I know people that are what uh, listening in cannot see what I'm showing, but I'm just showing a picture of the knee that you can go to image colon. Uh, knee anatomy, uh, and I'm just pointing out that there is the patella uh, is actually called the kneecap in regular non-medical speak, and so hey ding with the eon, which is we're giving this particular example, goes up here, goes yep. up here, the right, the right on the midline. Yeah, so right in the center, right above yep. the kneecap, yep. and I often put a patch there. That's like one of my favorite spots, actually. Um, cool. And then 
we have, uh, if we look back here, we have the um, carnosine on the inside of the knee at stomach nine. So that would be right in here. Yep. And then the glutathione would be on the outside of this tendon. This is a very thick tendon called the patellar tendon. And the glutathione would go right here yep. on the outside of that tendon at, at around the knee joint area, around the knee joint area. But if you don't know where the joint is, anywhere close is fine. <laughs> it's yeah. completely, completely fine. And then um, um, uh, the alternative, if you didn't put the E on here, uh, then Dr. Dennis mentioned stomach 34, which is more up here. Yep. Yep. And, then and there's the, another one you could use too, uh, gallbladder 34, which yep, is a uh, command point for the sinews in the body. Right. So I was going to ask you if the cartilage was considered sinews. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ten tendons, ligaments, muscle, uh. muscle attachments. So. It could be, it could also be considered um, part of the bone energy too. Right. Like kidney. kidney so energy, gall, gallbladder yeah. 34 for sinews and kidney points even for um, marrow, which means nervous system and bone. Yeah, we don't have any kidney points that we're showing here in this moment. No. Um, but if on you the back, go we up, have bladder 40, right? Yes image so if you're listening in it's uh image colon so bladder 40 acupuncture point and it is um behind the knee there now, if you go up there like in that picture uh right on the midline behind the knee go up a little bit a uh, little bit more yeah about right Right about there, you have uh, kidney 10. Oh, yeah. So kidney 10 is about, what, four finger widths up from the back of the knee? Something yeah. Like that. So that would be a good point, too, to help with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kidney 10. Okay. So let me add that into the notes, guys. Um, so we can put here or kidney 10. Okay. So uh, so just, in, just to summarize, X39, go behind the knee, bladder 40, or kidney 10. Carnosine can go on the inside knee, stomach nine. Eon can go above the patella on Hei Ding or stomach 34, which is above into the outside of the knee. Glutathione can go outside the patellar tendon. And if you want to get super fancy, uh, you can actually do a second Eon patch on the heart with the, remember to make the intention of the heart energy connecting with that second Eon um, from the heart to the Eon that's on the knee. And kidney 10 is good for clearing damp heat also. Mm, good for clearing damp heat. Which is inflammation. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's funny. I forgot kidney 10 was there, Dr. Dennis. <laughs> it's sort of like all the points below the below the knee, below the elbow. I memorize them all, right? And everything above, I just kind of look up if I need to. But I have been intuitively uh, putting points behind the knee and and bladder 40 because it's on the crease is not comfortable especially during exercise or sleep so i've been putting it above and then i just i just muscle test i just feel the back of my femur and then i just muscle test where it wants to go and and kidney 10 now that i see it i was like oh that's kind of where it wants to go so that's very interesting Dr. nice yeah yeah it's it's um the hussy point for the kidney and the water point for the kidney channel Okay. 
Very cool. All right, so I'm just going to highlight some uh, on my notes here. So um, when it gets on the blog, then you'll actually see uh, much more easily where the acupuncture points are if I um, bold mm -hmm. them on my notes oh, like cool. so for Tasha, who's currently doing this for us. Um, okay, so let's move on. All right, so we have Jennifer. This is for oh, the herself. today. Yeah. <laughs> and there's more J's. Uh, Jennifer would like to know the best patching protocol for daily and chronic headaches and neck tension. Mm. Okay. Got it. Um, so right. uh, what I like to do is a Sanjiao 10 arc for, for the neck. Mm. So okay. that means, um, you uh, put ice weight patches, the white one on right, tan one on left, uh, Sanjiao 10, which is right in the olecranon fossa at the distal end of the humerus on the back of the arm. It's also called triple burner. Yep. Yes, and I actually had a little, uh, I think I put on Facebook, a little picture of that of myself doing that um, because uh, I just had tension after doing a whole bunch of weight stuff um, and uh, put it on here. So if uh, folks who are live here, um, let me just stop share for a moment. So triple burner 10 is around here, you know. So here's your elbow, olecranon, it's kind of above that. And if you were to straighten your arm, oops, sorry, you can't see that. If you were to straighten your arm, there's actually a hole, kind of a dip. And then you put white on right, tan on left, like ice wave, for example. And that would help create that arc of relaxation along this area. Yeah. Yeah. And another way to do it is to um, get your um, upper trapezius fibers to relax. Mm-hmm. So you could uh, use, um, I believe, bladder 10 in that area. Let me just double check that. On the neck? Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, bladder, bladder 10 <clears throat> is um, is one and a half or 1.3 soon bilateral to um, the bump on the back of the neck. Yeah, right there. Yeah, there it is. Beautiful. Mm, so right underneath the bump. Yeah. So if you do tween on that or needle that, that helps relax oh. the trapezius and relieve the tension. And you can put... Um, I swear patches, white one on the right, 10 one on the left, or Eon on the right, SP6 on the left, or Carnosine instead of SP6 on the left. Mm -hmm. uh, you could also use uh, X49 on the right, X39 on the left. Mm. Now, this is actually over the musculature, right? Like, this is not in the, the dip, because the dip is gallbladder 20 on the on further out. On yeah. either side of the skull is out here. That's good for the immune. Yeah, wind, it's a little further out. Bond points, but yeah, so this is closer wind. to the midline, but not right. too close. Yeah, it's right over the attachment of the upper trapezius with the ah, skull. 
Okay, got so it. So that creates a lot of tension. Okay. It is located near the upper attachment of the sternocleidomastoid muscle. Ooh, I spelled that right. <laughs> okay. Um, and also so, the upper trapezius fibers. Mm-hmm. Upper trapezius muscle fibers. Yeah. Okay. Like when you do massage, a massage therapist will um, will need the upper fibers of the trapezius to relieve the tension there, and that often gets rid of headache. Okay. Neat. And and also um, another neat trick you could use is to put an eon patch right on the midline on gv uh 14 that helps the trapezius fibers relax too and get through the headache mm. it depends on what's causing the headache also it's usually tension and stress which is what what we're talking about will help okay so governing vessel 14 Let's see if I can find a good image here. Um, oh, sorry, it wasn't 14. Sorry, you said what? Uh, 15? Or did you no, say 14? 14? Oh, you did say 14. Oh, okay. No. To, yeah. to relax, even though it's lower, yeah. it gets the upper trapezius fibers or all, even the. Uh, not just the upper ones, but also the um, middle ones there, trapezius. Okay, so here's 14, which is that bump on the back of our neck, right? Yep. It's lower. Okay. Yeah, and then if you did bladder 10, it would be on either side here. Um, so that makes a nice triangle too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one here and then these two here. Nice. Uh, the other thing, Dr. Dennis, is that I, know, I remember in medical school, they used to say if anybody has headaches, um, you need to also check their temp temporal mandibular joints on their jaw. Yeah. Because that's tight. Um, so that potentially one could put ice wave on the right in front um, of the ear. Stomach seven. Jaw as well. Yeah. Stomach seven is that temporal mandibular joint. Temporal mandibular. Sometimes I get that from um, bruxism, like uh, grinding teeth while they're sleeping. Yeah, and isn't that from liver imbalance, though? Yeah, what's still um, still makes uh, the uh, muscles in the jaw tense. Okay. Yeah, so lots of different options. Definitely for pain, we want to, in this case, use Ice Wave, right, for pain and tension to relax, to increase the flow of chi in the area. So lots of different protocols. And I think just do what works. Like, Jennifer, just try different ones and see what works best for you. But uh, lots and of if options. And if it is liver, it's usually liver chi stagnation. You can disperse that stagnation with liver three. Mm-hmm. Attention. And that's okay. on the foot. Okay. 
Yep, so would you put energy enhancers on liver three and then ice wave on some of the local points? Um, because we're dealing with headache and pain, um, I'd probably use uh, ice wave. Okay, so you'd use two sets of ice wave, one yeah. on liver three on the foot. Yep. Okay. And if if the tension seems to be coming from uh, sinews, I'd use a yin-yang pair like gallbladder 34 and liver 3. So gallbladder 34 on the right and liver 3 on the left. Okay, gallbladder 34. Because it's a master point for the sinews. That will help relieve tension. Okay, yeah, lots of different options here. Yep. Very cool. So awesome. it depends on what's causing the headache. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to know unless we examine someone, right, Dr. Dennis? So we're just yes. kind of giving different options. Right. Um, okay, so those are great. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Okay. All right, so Alyssa is asking for someone else, um, a 70-year-old male, um, who has their has had their prostate and a sphincter removed. I'm not sure which sphincter doesn't specify. Um, and it causes a frequent need to urinate. Um, currently using X39, X49 on the center line. What suggestions do you have for that? Okay. Okay, so we're trying to help with... Um, I did mention on one of the team calls that um, it's, you know, we, we can't necessarily, if something surgically removes something, <laughs> uh, we can't really put it back. However, um, you know, you, we never know if that's the only thing uh, that's causing it, you know, the surgery. Yeah, and, and it creates blockages too, which causes pain. So the first thing that came to mind was to do a, a triangle. Mm -hmm. Between bladder 57 and um, GV2. So uh, at least you're addressing the blockages and the pain. Um, it doesn't say there's pain. Okay. Well, even if there isn't, if you have surgery in that area, you're going to have scar tissue and it's going to be blocking chi and blood flow. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, what would you ice wave or energy on bladder 57? Um, ice waves a standard for the baseline of the triangle. Okay. With the white on the right and 10 on the left. And then uh, typically I'd use one of the wide patches on GV2, depending on what else I'm using them for. Okay, so that could be Eon, Glutathione, or Carnosine. In this case, I, I would kind of like the Carnosine because of the surgical aspect of it. Yeah, to repair um, tissue. To repair uh, wound healing, things like that. Yeah, so, rejuvenate while you're sleeping. Yeah. And Governing Vessel 2, in this case, just above the butt crack? Yeah, it's on the, um, <clears throat> the triangular bone that's above the butt crack that's on the pelvis. Yeah, the sacrum, there's a, a, a U-shaped hiatal formation right on the sacrum there. So in that depression of the U of the horseshoe on the sacrum. Oh, that's really tiny. <laughs> I wish I, I would need a bigger one here. 
Um, well, you I'm can gonna... see it in that picture, yeah. Yeah, well, I can do it this way. Just increase the size of it. There you go. Cool. There you go. You so can't see the U thing that clearly, but it's, yeah, it's, it's in right there. there. Yep, Goblin Vessel 2. Just remember, right about the butt crack. <laughs> yeah. So Carnosine there. And then uh, Bladder 57 is on the, that's where I have mine today, actually, um, where the, um, the, uh, the calf muscles kind of meet in the center. And why are we using those? Because that point's called Support Mountain, and it addresses everything that supports the whole mountain of the uh, back. And it's the connection of the Achilles tendon and the gastroc muscle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah, right where that red dot is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I have, like, bumps here. because, and Well, it doesn't help that I'm in skating boots, right? And they're, like, um, a cast. <laughs> so the, uh, the sinews here get really tight. Wow, if you have back pain from that, if yeah. you uh, put a, lar a long needle through those bumps, you'll relieve a lot of the back pain and, and the um, stagnation in those bumps right along the Achilles tendon. Yeah, so I have like, I have, uh, there's a depression here and then below them, there's like a few little bumps here and here, tight. I can feel it, tell it's tight, you know? Yeah, or just massage um, it. Yeah, sometimes I'll put a cup, you know, on the area, yeah, and it, it's having to do with, you know, uh, a lot, having to do the skate boot and the different positions we're in, uh, the tension, and of course, the feet in the skate boot is like completely squished. You know, it's Ouch. not like your, it's not like your feet are comfortable in the skate boot. It's in an, a malformed way that you have to skate. And so that causes tension up line. So sometimes I'll just notice, like, I'll just go and actually put the ice wave lower than bladder 57 for me personally, just because I want to release the blockage you yeah, know, of the good. fascia down here. And I, and I like gallbladder 34 too, because it's fascia, right? So it's related um, to helping um, support some of that so let me well that that's crazy maybe you should redesign some skate i'm boots. working on it I'm working so on what's it. hilarious karen is someone emailed me today really because they want to support and how to post they have a recommendation for you that they found custom um figure skating boots wow. and they want to share it with you and i got that email today so was it aura skates Oh, I don't know. She hadn't shared me with me the link. She's gonna post it in the light medicine community. So oh, I was just nice. supporting her and how to do that. So oh, just oh yeah, I love the serendipity. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, oh. there's a guy that I love to go to Montreal and he actually is a fitter for Aura Skates. The only problem is they make the skate last a certain way and they try to force people's feet into this last. You know what I mean? I'm like, people's feet don't look like that. If you look like a if you looked at like a, somebody from Africa who never really wears shoes. I mean, their feet are like a triangle, like they're way out there, you know, yeah. and if you look at the skate boot, it's like a diamond, <laughs> like nobody's feet's actually like that until you get forced into that terrible shape. So, oh, squishy. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Dr. Dennis, for this, uh, you know, prostate sphincter thing, I was thinking possibly of another wide patch or even X39 on the front. So conception vessel two, what do you think about that? Yeah, either two or three. Yeah, and, the, and therefore you have this, you have a double triangle, you have a triangle with the base on the back of the legs, right? And you have one on the butt crack area and then one in the front. So there's two. Sorry, my dog is barking. Ah. 
Yeah. So then Sorry, it goes the UPS guy just came all the way through. <laughs> He's like, okay, there we go. <sighs> he loves the UPS guy. <laughs> my friend is here. My friend is here. Hurry up. Yeah. Open the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. What have we got next? Uh, all right. And Dr. Tran, I'm not sure if you know, you, you are still screen sharing your notes. So that will be more mostly highlighted if you want to change that to your, to your face. It's up to you. So yeah. Susan V, she asks for herself. So she's been patching for four weeks and she's developed some itchy bumps um, when she uses ice wave on her kidney points. Um, but other points of her body are fine. I love this question. What do you suggest for her? Or okay. What's going on there? Uh, so kidney points on the feet, I wonder, or the bladder 23 points on the back. I'm guessing the kidney points on the feet because most people wouldn't refer to the kidney points on the back unless they know it's bladder 23 so okay so we can just answer this in general for itchy bumps um, after using ice wave are the itchy bumps only where the patches are put it looks like it that's what yes and only when she uses the kidney points so i think when she uses other points she doesn't get the itchy bumps well that's suggestive of pulling toxins out of the kidney channel. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I would say. So, uh, would you say that's a good thing? Yeah, I, I'd rotate the patches to other kidney points along that area. And also do sweeping which means uh, dredging or holding uh, like ice wave patches, white one on the right and one on the left and sweeping along the kidney channel. Kidney channel. Yep. That's uh, yeah, that's a great thing to do. Um, yeah. I, I, I just want to tell a story, um, Dr. Dennis and Leslie about this for Susan. Um, I, sometimes people say, oh, I think I'm allergic to patches, right? And I'll say, okay, so what happened? They said, well, I have a, a red circle or, you know, red itchy bumps underneath mm -hmm. the patch. And I've been using the same point, you know, over and over and over again, right? So I said, so if you put it somewhere else, do you get the, do you get the same thing? They go, well, no. So that's how we know it's not an allergy. Yeah. So if it's an allergy to the adhesive, it is hypoallergenic, but it's always possible. People can be allergic to all sorts of things. Yeah, um, maybe one in 10,000 people. <laughs> one in 10,000 people could be allergic to this adhesive, particular right. one. Um, if there's no rash where you put it somewhere else, then it's not an allergy. Okay. So then you know it's something else. And what Dr. Dennis is talking about is like pulling toxins. Sometimes it'll be, that's the exit point for the toxin because <laughs> it's easy to exit there. Yeah. Um, but if you patch the same point over and over and over again, sometimes it's like kind of like too much, too much. <laughs> it's like detoxing too quickly out of that point. And then it's not very comfortable. It's itchy. It's red. It's unsightly. So definitely use another point. Yeah. Instead. And it's also like the body's telling you, okay, enough already with this point. Move to another point. Yep. 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 Move to a different point. The other thing too is, you know, if for whatever reason – they really like that kidney point, like say it's kidney three, which is the one that's in the brochure, right? For for a lot of the the um, the patches, you can always move to spleen six. Why? Because spleen six has, you know, the the energy of liver, kidney, and spleen. 
three yep. for one. That's what I, I like to be efficient. <laughs> you sir. Uh, you have three birds with one stone. Yeah, a very again a very violent visualization. Why do we say things like that, right? But we're used to saying it. I was just catching all the times I say stuff that like, can I can I please have your headshot? I'm like, ah, oh. like why do we use those terms anyway? Um, can use spleen six to support energy of liver, kidney, and spleen meridians. Okay, great. I think we answered that. What yeah, I also love this next question is from Jill, and it is for someone else, but her question is about um, supporting memory issues. And I love that how we already talked about this a little bit with the dendrites and the uh, amalgam fillings. Um, what else do you have to add and support for memory issues? Well, in general, kidney, because the kidney energy regulates marrow, supports marrow, and marrow in Chinese medicine includes the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So kidney three is a good candidate. Okay, so we have kidney three. And also um, bladder 23. So um, you could uh, use either Energy Enhancer or Ice Wave or Eon on the right, SP6 on the left. and Or um, X49 on the right, X39 on the left. And then if you want to get fancy... You could do a kidney three on the left and a bladder 60 on the right. Okay, four left, kidney three and right, bladder 60. So then you got a yin-yang pair there in water with the kidney being yin and the bladder being yang. So you'd use uh, the right bladder 60 and the left kidney three. Okay. And then I'm thinking, um, as far as the, the, um, the brain itself, we do know with our X39 and X49 to both have been studied, uh, for supporting memory in the brain. So I would say, you know, X39 and X49 uh, would be the foundation to help support brain. And then uh, carnosine, also plentiful in brain. It would be helpful as well, perhaps at night when you sleep. And as far as the points used, um, I don't really think it matters. Uh, although, you know, sometimes people might want to put the carnosine closer to the head. What do you think, Dr. Dennis? Sure. Well, there's there's a really good point at the top of the head, the um, at the top of the Tai Chi pole called the Bai Wei or um, GV20. And uh, there's a configuration called Si Shen Song, which is um, right on the midline there in the center and you put a diamond around it with needles but in this case just patching the 
the uh, top of the Tai Chi pole would, would cover that whole area. Mm, and nice. uh, that, that pulls, pulls Yang Chi up and gives you more mental clarity. Yeah, especially when you're kind of down and bleh. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Cool. Awesome. Yep. So carnitine put near the head, X39, X49. You know, we ha we do have the, um, I'll put here, consider the advanced brain balancing protocol. Yep. That's good too. Which Dr. Dennis shared uh, with us. So um, the pretty link for that is patchtrainingteam.com forward slash microtraining. And that uh, forwards you at least as of this recording to a YouTube currently public <laughs> YouTube playlist um, that has this. So right here is the LifeWave Microtraining for Advanced Brain Balancing Protocol, which shares, um, whoops, sorry, I meant to pause this because I can hear it, um, which is uh, what Dr. Dennis mentioned. So two weeks with Eon Brain Balancing Protocol, and then you re replicate that two weeks with X39 doing the same protocol, two weeks with X49, and then two weeks with carnosine. So, yeah. And, awesome. and so, also, uh, the spelling on, on Sishin Song is S I. Mm -hmm. And a C on instead of a Z for Song. Sishin Song. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. I would have said Kong. <laughs> um, Allie, you've done the advanced brain balancing protocol a bunch of times, haven't you? Yep, she's like an expert now. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Awesome. So those are really, really, really great questions, guys. And Thank also you, so you can enhance that She Sen Song protocol with um, a patch on GV20 by tapping it. If you're a student, we used to do that in, in acupuncture school. It helps our mental clarity for studying and clearing the head and being able to focus better nice. using the She Sen song configuration. Awesome. Yeah, sometimes I would just poke up here and find the sore spot. I'm like, oh, there it is. And yeah. I'll just like press on it just for fun. <laughs> Uh, most of the time I'm not using uh, my Eon here, but if I particularly have a day where I'm feeling the weight of the world, not that often, believe it or not, um, mm -hmm. and I'm feeling mass consciousness and they're going through this this sadness or this detox, right? Sometimes I'll empathetically feel it too. Um, I'll actually put a support, an Eon up here to support myself. Um, and then it'll bring my energy up. And so even if I'm feeling other people's stuff and I'm supposed to, it actually minimizes mm -hmm. the intensity. That's I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Dr. Haltywanger saying you can enhance that effect by doing push-ups upside down so you bang your head on the ground and stimulate <laughs> that point. I can totally see him saying that. So I miss him. He's such a, such a funny guy. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, you know, I did, I did try, I don't know, Leslie's really athletic. I, I can't do upside down pushups at this point. I can do it with my feet on like a table or something and then yeah. I'm in a pike position and kind of like a downward facing dog and I can, I can do it, but it's a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah. James can do a few. Actually, it's his wheelhouse. So he can do a bunch unless he does a whole bunch of stuff ahead of time. And then that's the last thing they have them do. And then he can't do as many, but yeah, he's actually pretty darn good. Well, he's got to be in good muscular shape to lift oh, yeah. you while you're skating. Well, he doesn't do that anymore, but. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. Actually, with all the extra muscle I uh, gained, thank you very much, X39, X49, I'm heavier. <laughs> huh. I don't think he likes that part. <laughs> oh, well. It's all well, good. at least it's muscle. True. Muscle and bone. Man, I got I got dense bones. I This is even before X49. I went to get a DEXA scan uh, to look at uh, body composition. Yeah. And the, the guy, the doctor was like, wow, this is, your bone density is like a teenager. Better actually than teenager, like 98 percentile or whatever he said I was. So it was better than most teenagers. Right? It's probably from all that exercise. Yeah, you, well, you... that and, you know, and good diet, right? Like eating enough protein and minerals. I do a lot of bone broth. I love bone broth. And then the X39X49 now is really, really helpful to help build the bone and muscle. When you stimulate the bone, the bone is like um, a, um, like we were talking about earlier, a diode. And mm -hmm. um, when you stimulate it or torque it, it sets up an electrical current around it, which is called the piezoelectric effect. And that will put more density in the bone, but it also builds a network of thicker, um sponge-like or intercalated trabecula or tubules inside the bone that makes it more dense and stronger yeah so it's not like necessarily there's bigger bones it's denser and the structure's better which yeah. i'm going to segue just briefly just to say that um we found out uh of course many years later that a particular pharmaceutical that i will not name uh, was creating denser bone when you looked at the DEXA scans. However, the trabecula, like the matrix of the bone, was malformed, but you could not tell that on the DEXA scan. So what was happening was people were shearing off their femur. Like wow. it literally was like spontaneously breaking <laughs> with very little, it's not like a big crash and fall. Normally when you crack and fall, the different, like the, the fibers cr going crossways like this, hold it together but with this particular pharmaceutical i think what was happening was they were getting these weird shearing type um you know um bone breaks just because the bone is thicker from a pharmaceutical does not mean it's made correctly right and that well, was the big learning there like what orthopedic oops. surgeons <laughs> go ahead sorry no go ahead what orthopedic surgeons do in china Instead of trapping the broken bone to mend it in a cast to make it immobile and have it atrophy, they often keep breaking the bone to make it stronger so that it has to keep rehealing. And then those lines of force you're talking about become stronger. Wow. Almost like a and flexible cast. More dense. Not yeah. cast, but right yeah yeah that is that is fascinating and i've just been learning uh, sorry another segue uh leslie um just learning that um uh studying some stuff called lymphology and dr sam west talks about he's mm -hmm. deceased now about if you can uh move the lymph really really 
you know, efficiently from the, the bony area that is broken. So, cause normally you have swelling, right? The, the, the blood vessels open up, there's damage or swelling, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if you can move it into the lymph and not let the area swell, that that bone will heal lickety split, like in days versus weeks, depending on the size of the bone, of course. But literally you have to stay up all night and every 15 minutes do this massage technique. Not that I've learned it, but I just read about it and I was duly impressed <laughs> because, uh, yeah, normally you don't think about that. And he talked about people, you know, being able to, you know, have a, uh, you know, a sprained ankle, whatever. And then the person would just hold the, the sprain after to prevent the swelling, hold it, prevent the swelling. And then they would do this massage technique a bunch of times. And then the person would just get up and walk like nothing happened. Yeah. Cool. It's kind of neat. Yeah. It's kind of neat. And, and there's a comment by Ollie here, um, alluding to how, um, you can remove toxins and heavy metals, um, by moving the lymph and, uh, that's suggestive to me of how you can move the lymph with qigong and you can I, I do that a lot and like um if you got blockages or infections and accumulations of of um heavy metals in the interstitial space you can get those moved out by doing qigong and moving them through the lymph and uh for those of you that can't do qigong you can dredge with the patches yeah. move that stuff out and move the lymph perfect yeah dr karen you actually shared a video when it was about, i think it was about easy water and they showed so cool i showed like my kids and everybody it showed then they put tubes in water and then they applied light that it increased the flow through the tubes and so you think of our patches when you put a patch on so if you do have that stagnation from following traditional casting so my background's x-ray so this gets me super excited um it's just other ways of helping support that movement if you aren't going to be like hey i'm going to take this cast off and break my leg a bunch of times like maybe we're not comfortable with that yet <laughs> so we can use the patches nice all right i will bring us to the next question all right all right so erica she oh this was just oh yes erica so she asks about the decalcification and opening of a pineal of her pineal gland. And she did ask here about weight loss. And I don't know if she's trying to connect the two or if they're two separate questions, but I am curious if um, weight and the healthy pineal gland would be connected. Everything's connected. Yeah. So, um, I remember Dr. Dennis, uh, you'll remember this as well as when Alavita first came out. Yeah. Uh, and we knew that it stimulated the pineal gland and the um, epithalamon or epitalon, depending on who you read. Uh, and I didn't know anything about it. I still don't know a lot about it. Uh, but my personal experience of Alavita was spiritual power. Uh, and or accessing yeah. consciousness. So I was able to do a lot of healing work for a lot. Uh, a lot longer without getting tired. Like I could just keep going like the Energizer Bunny. Before I used to like do, you know, motion code, body code in the office. And then I'd like, after the second person, I'd be like, oh, okay, I could go nice. in now. <laughs> but then after you, uh, testing out for with Dr., uh, David Schmidt, 
um, the creator, uh, you know, and he wouldn't tell me much about it because he's like, mom's the word, right? So he just said, well, it's, a, it's an antioxidant, it's made in the pineal. Uh, so I said, well, I don't know, David, it's kind of interesting, but I have a lot more spiritual power. Like I literally can do tons of energy healing and not get tired. And he goes, hmm, that's interesting. That's about all he said, right? Uh, so I thought that was very interesting. Now we do not have any data to support that it decalcifies the pineal gland. We do know that it connects electromagnetically uh, or however you want to you know, um, infrared, light, whatever, to the pineal gland, help it make epitalon. And um, at the time, David said, well, we've thought that the hypothalamus was like the master gland of the body. I've heard that, you know, everybody says that. The hypothalamus is the master gland, right? So you got the hypothalamus, the toxic pituitary, the toxic of the thyroid and adrenals, so on and so forth. And he says, well, more data, and I think Dr. Dennis, you were saying that as well, more data is pointing to the pineal gland actually being the master gland. Yep. So the pineal is running the show behind the scenes, talking to the hypothalamus, the pituitary, to the thyroid, to the adrenals, and all the other glands in the body. So that was like news to me. Do you want to tell say more? Yeah, about that? that's so that that's a spiritual antenna. That's why the uh, the Pope has a pine cone on on his staff and so on to represent um, the antenna to spirit and and that's why the dark side is trying to block people's being able to connect with that by uh, using um, fluoride um, so, with the excuse to get rid of caries. But what it does is calcify the pineal. Well, a healthy pineal will attach to um, and interact with um, the Akashic records and, and um, spiritual energy. And then if you stimulate the pineal with the, Alavita that Dr. Karen's alluding to, you get an increase in epithalamin, which is a neurotransmitter released by the pineal that has influence on the limbic brain um, and so helps to balance the emotions because the limbic brain is a seat of emotions and that's connected to the thalamus and the hypothalamus. So the emotional spectrum regulated by epithalamin and the pineal with our connection with, with source and spirit, then um, will affect or regulate the releasing factors from the hypothalamus that will then determine which endocrine hormones are released by the pituitary, which has been called the master endocrine gland in the body because it's uh, releasing all the endocrine hormones so in other words long story short olivita can balance the endocrine system okay and um uh so i think that since we do have a patch that particularly focuses on the pineal we can't prove that it decalcifies it um, however functionally speaking functionally speaking means that do you get the results that you desire so like dr dennis said you know uh, with fluoride and things like that um it's easy to calcify the pineal gland which stops theoretically the connection to source right so but if you have um, light and you have a phototherapy that helps activate the the pineal creating epithalamin and 
anecdotally, I definitely notice more connection, right? So mm. is it decalcifying? Can't prove that part, but the point is, it does it connect you? So I think you have to decide for yourself, you know, how that works for you. I think given that I've witnessed several people using it regularly, I, I actually think it really does. So. And so does the brain protocol. If you're doing detox with brain protocol, you can also help reverse that calcification. And there are things you can do also like using um, a mixture of um, go-to cola and, and, um, and borax and um, diatomaceous earth help to decalcify the pineal. Oh boy, can't spell that one. <laughs> D-E. D-E. <laughs> Diatomaceous earth. That's an abbreviation for the whole thing. Yeah, you're right oh, for oh, the oh. Long, long spelling. Okay. Diatom. D-I-A-T-O-M. Diatomaceous. Google, so now there we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Cool. Oh, it's Grammarly, not Google. Sorry, Grammarly. I misspoke. Um, okay, yeah. So um, I don't really use, well, that's not true. I use borax in my coffee, uh, my decaf coffee every day, and in, in my water, which I have Himalayan crystal salt and boron uh, in there. I had a I did an interview with Dr. William Trebbing, and um, he's really into the borax and I just keep forgetting to, to put it in. So I, I the, the, the liquid is much easier for me to remember. So I just add it to my water and my salt. We're, we're trying to get at the boron in there. It's uh, sodium tetraborate. Mm -hmm. It's borax. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So definitely at archive, I'd say try it. Try Alavita, see how that feels. And uh, is that part connected with healthy weight? Most likely, right? For a lot of women, there's endocrine um a hormonal sure. aspect to weight uh, but there's a lot Definitely. more right there's toxins there's stress there's you know thoughts beliefs um there's excess water as sensitive souls we go through this you know excess water phase um uh, and then we're talking about lymphatics right there's all sorts of things so excess weight is not a single patch you know there's no single patch for excess weight <laughs> that i know right. of that is uh right. Because it's the multivariate. There's not any yeah. one system that affects weight. Right, exactly. Multivariate. Okay. Next. Well, I'd say you're blowing my mind, but you're blowing my pineal gland right open. <laughs> cool. Good. So Violetta, uh, she asked for someone else. So she, uh, so Violetta had recommended to an 85-year-old um, the, oh, Silent Night. Um, but the person was only able to sleep two out of the 10 nights. So what can she recommend for this 85-year-old for sleep? It's too bad we don't have Nirvana anymore at the moment. But um, instead of their regular configuration for the Silent Nights patch, you could uh, have her try it on right Shimeon, which is on the heel, on the bottom of the heel bone on the right foot. Yeah, so try silence on the right heel. Um, I would say since we don't have Nirvana, which normally we would put there, um, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of brain balancing can help with the 
you know, with the sleep as well, because for a lot of people, there's a stress component for the sleep. So there's also a reverse polarity yin yang pair that I often recommend if nothing else is working to help people sleep. And uh, that is to use kidney six and bladder 62 uh, with, uh, say, ice wave patches and reverse the polarity. So you put the uh, white ice wave patch on left kidney six and the tan ice wave patch on right bladder 62. So you've got a yin-yang pair, but you're reversing the polarity. And the reason for doing that is that kidney six is the master point for the rest channel. So you're tonifying that. And bladder 62 is a master point for the arousal channel. And so you're... You're sedating that. So you sedate arousal and you tonify rest. And you got a nice yin-yang pair by using, in water, by using kidney six and bladder 62. Yeah. But well, that's I the last resort. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't use that unless everything else doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about Alavita? Sure. You can use Olivita, say on on uh, right Sanjiao seventeen. That's because that point behind the ear uh, not only addresses the Sanjiao, which is a water channel, which means that it affects endocrine hormones, but also because there are a lot of endocrine hormone stimulating points behind the earlobe. So you could use Olivita on the right and Carnosine on the left, Sanjiao 17. Uh, oh, actually, we didn't talk about um, Carnosine with Silent Nights. So would oh, you yeah. actually use all of them, like the you Silent could, Nights, Carnosine, sure. Eon, and Olivita, or just two at a time? Or Yeah, so put Olivita on the third eye and put Carnosine on on um Sanjiao 17. Okay. So Alavita third eye, Carnacy on the right? Yeah. Behind the right ear? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll put this one together, these two together. Oh, and you want a negative one on left um, triple burner 17 too. So you don't have um, to. You could use either a, a tan energy enhancer, a tan ice wave, or an SP6 patch on the left. I don't think that's really necessary. Probably um, not. But, uh, you know, I don't know how much bandwidth they'll have to use uh, so many patches. So, yeah, the the least number of patches you use, the better. Yeah, I'm not going to add that in. It might confuse the 85-year-old person. 
Yeah, okay. okay. So I'm just, yeah, I would just use either this option. So Silent Nights, bottom of the right heel, Eon behind the radiator, option two, Elevita, third eye, uh, or behind the radiator, um, or Elevita on the third eye with Carnosine, if you want to do that combo, because Carnosine okay. does make people sleepy, right? And then last but not mm -hmm. least, if that all fails, then do the polarity reversal. Right. And also a third option? That would be the Aside from the reversal? <laughs> uh, would be to use uh, pericardium six and spleen six. Is that so, polarity reversed? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If you do a polarity reversal, you could. Okay, sure. but you're not talking about polarity reversal. I'm trying to figure out no. where to put this. <laughs> so left spleen six and right pericardium six. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, take a break for a sec. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. So I'll put that all in the notes, guys. So you can kind of kind of see that. So it is, I mean, we're talking really advanced stuff, right? And one of the reasons why we're giving you so many options, Violetta, is because uh, as in, you know, when we talk about traditional Chinese medicine, normally we would take a whole history and a physical. And then we would see from their tongue, their pulse, you know, all that kind of stuff, which of these points would most likely be effective. Because we don't know that, and because we don't need to know that, because patches are extremely safe, and uh, you just play, you know, just play and just see what works, right? Whatever works, stick with that one. Um, I like to have two options because I don't always like to patch this exact same point day after day after day because sometimes you'll get a red spot, right, or itchy rash. Um, so it's good to, like, play around with this. I think if she is like, look, I just, you know, um, I would just want to try one patch, you know, one patch. Um, Dr. Dennis would probably say Nirvana on the bottom of the right heel, but we don't have Nirvana available in North America at the moment. So in this case, she already has Silent Nights, so she can go ahead and put Silent Nights on the right heel. If that doesn't work, then we're going to switch patches, right? Then we're going to, if she just wants a single patch, then consider the Eon behind the right ear as a single patch. If she's open and has the finances for a multi-patch protocol, because especially this is dec decades old, we may not be able to fix it in a week, right? Then um, consider uh, adding the Alavita, Eon, potentially Carnosine because uh, all those have different frequencies and they can really really help so yeah okay nice all right are we good to, to keep going uh with one more question or where are we at we're at 3 30 right now yeah um, it's up to you all closing um let's um, hang on just i will that. yeah while you're looking um i will point out because of limited time um janice did ask about um she didn't she didn't specify about the symptoms of ringing in the ear and it was discussed on the last show in detail the different sounds the different whooshes and things like that and what you can patch for that so because we don't have the time you can definitely check out that episode um and you'll get you. really great details there Okay. Yeah. Apparently I'm five minutes late for my next meeting. That's okay. Well, I guess. All right. <laughs> back to back meetings. Today. Yes. Yes. I'm doing a course with uh, Corey Lynn. So. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. She's learning how to delegate or I'm learning how to delegate my email. So yeah, she's just reminded me. <laughs> she just dinged me. 
Nice. Okay, guys. Well, yeah, yeah. Great stuff today. Lots of different varieties and questions. It's really great. Leslie, thank you so much for, for being here and helping out. This certainly helps me a, a ton not to go back and forth, back and forth between pages to look for stuff. And Dr. Dennis, as for usual, thank you so much for your generosity being here with us today. Uh, Dr. Dennis does not get paid, <laughs> nor do I, or, uh, you know, to, to, to do this. So this we is just so do great. it for fun and to help people. Yeah, we do it for fun and we love people. So, and, and this is the, the chance that people get to potentially get their questions in, especially if they're not on your team and they're not on my team, right? So we we'll just yep. invite everybody worldwide to this. And the, the replay of this will uh, be airing the first of every month currently, unless something changes in the future, the first of the next month, along with the notes will be released then. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Thank, Thank you all. Bless you all. Bye, guys. Talk to you next month. Be well.